Hey everyone, and welcome to Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Our mission is guiding people to reclaim their health and become self-reliant. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Hogue, and joining me is my co-host, Annabel Rios. All right, we are going live in three, two, one. Welcome, guys, to Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Um, I don't know why I've gotten into the habit of saying that. You already know what show it is. You need to be reminded. You know the rules. We need to feed the algorithm so more people can listen and uh, so the pocket can grow. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Share it to people. And one thing that we want to let you know before we get into this episode, well, you want to know what it's about. We really want to recommend the first eight episodes. They're gold mines, guys. It's going to help you know how to start your fitness journey. Maybe you can skip the pilot because you already know us, but the other ones are going to be helpful because it goes over mindset, the the headspace and the mentality you need to have to change. It goes over the actual application, like how does the body actually work. I think we even covered some basic programming, right, Doc? We do. We do. Yeah, and a, and a lot more. Don't Yeah, don't listen to the pilot. We're pretty awkward on that first one. We sound atrocious. Speaking of that. We uh we had an interview with someone we both wanted to interview for a while, Mr. Grant Grant It was it was a good time, huh? We were pretty excited. It was uh we we really enjoyed it. We're real thankful that he was able to come on and yeah. He, he uh he sent us some bumper plates, which we're gonna make a video and hopefully make it kind of funny. Um, but he did send us some bumper plates, just promoting his his line and they're good stuff. They're, we'll they're, give you our biased opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is 100% biased opinion, but we we love we love the plates um, that he sent over. So we'll make a good video. Yeah, and his company they have they have a lot of good stuff over there. Yeah, <clears throat> we uh we spent some time this morning, people. <sighs> All right, so here's what happened. We'll we'll back up. I was telling Cam, you know, when you start doing something for the first time and everything, oh my gosh, you're doing great for first timers. But then after a while, you're like, oh, you're still there. So a while back. You know, we interviewed, you know, Grant, and we realized there was a discrepancy between our video and audio quality and his. <laughs> I mean, it, it was major leagues and minor leagues, people. We're Maybe. trying to catch up, guys. We, we we were in a single A, and he was in the big leagues. <laughs> we need to, we're, what we're trying to say is we're, we're needing to adjust, and we're figuring out what type of equipment we need to have. And So we got a brand new mic right now, so let us know if it actually sounds any better or not. We think it does. And if not, it's the darn interface that we're using. Yeah, we got brand new mics. Um, what are they? I can't remember what they're called. But anyways, it's the little brother to the one you see in like uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, what's the other guy I was telling you? Rich Roll. So they, so we got the one below because the one above it's a little too pricey. But anyways, it should be better. We're also working on having cameras. It's in progress. We're Look, trying to figure out the audio first, guys. I'm a lo- I'm a lowly physical therapist. I don't know anything about <laughs> technology. I'm st- I'm still learning, and we'll get there. I'm level one IT, which means <laughs> is if they can't restart your computer and clear your browser cookies, we'd send it to level two. So we're we're, we're doing the best we can. I, I, I pass it up the chain. <laughs> like oh, so we did the uh, the usual. All right, Nets. <laughs> is it plugged in? Which was one of our issues when we first recorded the pilot. We didn't turn the mics on, so. We're at least that pa- was funny. <laughs> we're past that level. But anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in and listening. We got a good episode today. We are talking about why you should stop exercising, but start training. And there's a difference, which we're going to go through. And also stay tuned to the end because we're going to reveal five signs that you might be exercising and not training. 
that makes sense, Annabel? Yeah, it does. I think this was what maybe inspired by starting strength. Yeah, I think after that interview with Granick, it got my mind going on uh, some various things we might have talked about during that podcast, and maybe we need to make some like clarifications because he used the word training, 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 training a lot in that episode. And um, if you're not maybe familiar with that term, or you know, maybe you just use exercise or exercising instead. You might have been a little thrown off, so we I want to do some clarification on that. And yeah, I think a lot of people use that interchangeably, and it's it's quite we've touched on it in the past, but we wanted to have a dedicated episode to really explain the difference and kind of help you start that process. Right. So when when most people say exercise, and I guess even when we are saying exercise, obviously we're talking about like physical activity, you know, moving your body around. But I think what a lot of people think is like you know, getting hot and sweaty, you know, like when I, I, I went <laughs> easy there, come on, keep it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I went on a run and, you know, I got sweaty and it was, it was kind of challenging. And, um, however I feel during that moment is kind of what you're saying when you are saying exercise, like it's yeah. done for, it's done for its own sake. And like there's no plan in place, right? That's what you're trying to say. It's right. just, you're just going out there doing it and then moving on yeah so like uh something that i think might be a good analogy is like exercising without a plan is like you know having materials to build a house without a floor plan or a blueprint so you got all this stuff and it has the potential but there's no there's no guide there's no and could you maybe do it sure but it's sustainable that would be the hard part to know yeah and there's um and again speaking of our, our interview with him there's a quote from uh, Mark Ripito. He's a barbell coach from Texas. He's written a couple books on um, strength training and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. But here's something that is pulled. I don't know if it's from his book or it's from his an article. I think it's from an article, and we can link that in the show notes. Uh, this is what it says, and I'm just going to quote it. <clears throat> quote, first, training and exercise are different things. Training is the process of directed physical stress which results in adaptation that satisfies a performance goal. Since different performances require different physical abilities in different tasks, and different tasks produce different types of stress, and since stress causes adaptation, if you can recover from it, and different physical abilities are therefore acquired by doing different physical tasks, and the training stresses that facilitate these different adaptations must be specific to the performance goal being trained for. That, so that's a lot, but we'll kind of dissect that here in a bit. Mm. Exercise ignores this fact. He, can, he continues. Exercise is what happens when you go to the gym and do exactly the same thing you did last time, the last time you went to the gym, or when you do P90X, CrossFit, or any other random program. These activities are performed for one reason, the effect they produce for you today, right now, either during or immediately after the workout itself. Piddling around in the gym is merely punching the ticket. You show up, you move some stuff around, you got sweaty, tired, maybe even out of breath, but you did the same thing Friday as you did on Wednesday, and now that you think of it, the same thing you did Monday, end quote. There's a lot of things to unpack there. I guess I would first say for those, because I don't want to create more confusion. You know, there's a lot of confusion in the health and fitness space. It's better to start working out than not. That's yeah. what, so if, if, if you're not knowing what to do, start Doing something because something is better than nothing. And we're not, and we aren't like condoning or not condoning. We're not 
looking down on uh, CrossFit or P90X or anything yeah. that he mentioned in that is in that. But uh, there's some takeaways that I think that are that are beneficial, regardless if you yep. got your feelings hurt from. Uh, you know, from that quote and everything, I think there's, I think there's five takeaways from that. Get that, over it. Yeah. <laughs> that we can actually, that can help us in our own journey and our own training. So the first one was when he said directed physical stress. Okay. Um, as being one of the big differences. So when I, when I think of directed physical stress, you know, when you're looking at directed, you're looking, you know, it's not indirect. It's there's, a, you're aiming, you know, there's a, basically there's a purpose behind that stress. Why are you doing this? It's almost intentional stress. It's intentional stress. You know, it's not just random. Maybe explain that because I know in the episode that we had was uh, Broji, he mentioned you need to understand the stress and recovery, stress and recovery adaptation. And we didn't get into it in that call, but maybe clearly provide like a brief explanation on what that means. Yeah, that's the second takeaway. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I got just, ahead of myself. You got ahead of yourself. Um, I mean, so long for the ride. <laughs> so yeah, the purpose, like, why are you doing this? Um, also with that kind of directed physical stress is the plan. Like what outcome are you trying to achieve? If you're, if it's, if it's random, if you're just going, hoping something sticks, there's, there's no plan. You're just, you're hoping that you might lose some weight. You're hoping you might get a little stronger. You're hoping you might look good, but there's no plan. And then that directed physical stress that stress is an event that causes mm. a disruption in the body's baseline, which is going to lead us right into what Annabelle was saying earlier is the second takeaway was when he says adaptation. <clears throat> and what this is, and I think everyone knows this kind of innately, like you adapt to something, you know, but basically when it comes to the body, it's adaptation is the cellular processes essentially that the body will go through to maintain homeostasis from a stressful stimulus. So after your body, you know, gets back to baseline, it'll go a little bit above because it doesn't want the same stress to cause that same result. So it'll adapt. Survival so, instincts, wouldn't you say? Do what? It's like a survival instinct that our body is trying to adapt. Yes, yes, exactly. So in order to keep adapting, you must continue to increase the stress on your body so that your body can adapt and then that's what leads into what we call the stress recovery adaptation cycle, mm-hmm. which I, I, I've linked. Uh, um, we'll link a I think it's a it's an article and I think the chart of what this looks like. But <clears throat> if you're more of an audio uh, like just listening type of learner, think of the, your baseline. And then there's a stimulus that comes in, which is that directed directed physical stress. Your body's going to dip down from baseline because you 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 stress the body. So it's got to recover. Mm-hmm. So then after when it dips down, now you're in the recovery phase. And then we've talked about this in the past and as well, but you need to make sure you're eating right, you're sleeping right, you know, you're, you're um, getting enough water. You know, there's a bunch of different things that will aid into that recovery. And most people will recover, but as the stress gets more and more, you have to actually start to, you know, look into those things and try and optimize that. So it dips down, your body recovers, and your body is going to say, like we said earlier, like, I don't really want that to happen again. So it's going to go slightly above baseline so that that same directed physical stress won't cause such a, a big divot from like below baseline. So in order to keep going, that next directed physical stress needs to be more and then more and then more. And then what's happening is you're almost having like a linear, uh, linear 
uh, progression, progression like a line going up, getting stronger. Maybe it's whatever whatever your your goal is, but that's kind of the cycle that someone would follow. Yes, yeah, the stress and recovery, and what he's talking about is, you know, when when you are a novice, you will progress more of a, a straight line, but then as you get into more of the intermediate phase, you're going to have to find ways to stress your body to create that adaptation. Exactly. And if you're just exercising, you're really not tapping into that stress recovery adaptation. At first you may. Yeah. At first, if you've right. never done it, you've pro- maybe, I don't know, a week or two. And then after that, it's, it's the, you're not stressing it enough. Right. And then like, if you're doing the same thing you did last time, the same thing you did last time, then that, that, mm-hmm. that stress isn't enough to cause any sort of change anymore. So you have to, you have to change that. And if you don't change that, that leads to the third thing that really means there's no goal or at least there's no plan in place to help you achieve something. You're just moving around for the sake of moving around, which that mm-hmm. that's okay. Like if it's better you know, than nothing, it's better yeah. than nothing. That's actually one of the pros we're going to get into of exercise. It's better than nothing, but I think it'll lead to kind of burnout. Like you can't, you well, can't, you feel like you're not making any progress, which, yeah, you probably which, will, which will lead to burnout. Like if you, <laughs> yeah. if you do this for like two months and you're like, well, I was really hoping I would have lost more than three pounds. And, you know, I was really hoping that I was going to bench more than just 90 pounds. Like I only went from 70 to 90. And it's like in two months time, you should be way above that. Yeah. If, if, if you're a, if you're no, a beginner it, it, or if you've never actually tried to stress your body in this way before. No, I, I absolutely agree. And that's kind of why in the past we've said you need to track, record, lock workouts. Because maybe you don't have a plan. But you can have an informal plan. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking, where you just, I know here's my workout, and I'm gonna add more. I'm gonna add five pounds, or I'm gonna try to add more reps. Or I'm gonna, you're trying to still push your body to adapt. Yeah, and then another takeaway from that kind of quote is, don't do the exact same thing you did last time. Change. I am getting ahead of myself. Yeah, aren't I? You are. <laughs> Change something. Uh, don't just. I mean, again. If, you're, if, if your goal is to maintain, then that's different. But that also implies that you have a goal and there's a reason behind what you're doing. But a lot of times that is not the reason what, why people are doing it. And then another takeaway is just the avoidance of believing that, you know, sweating or, or moving around equals productive. Again, it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But you want to get the most bang for your buck when you exercise, I, I would think. Most people, well, here's the thing. It's human nature to seek the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to get, like Ham said, hot and sweaty. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think I've... There's, well, you've probably had workouts. Okay, let me back up. Can you explain? I know people think this. I know I used to think that this. In order to adapt, you have to feel sore the next day. You will, no. You will... Um, Let's go there first. Yeah. So... You will be sore if you're first starting off exercising and you will be sore. Like if you're, if you're right now, if you're thinking I might be exercising and not training, well, maybe actually let me try and do more weight or more, you know, whatever. We're going to get into that in a second. You're going to be sore because now you are, you are giving yourself a more, a higher stimulus, higher stress than Mm -hmm. you did previously. And your body is not going to like that, not know what to do with that. So you're going to, your, your body's going to respond by being sore. As it goes on, the soreness will decrease and get less and less and you will there are always people will still be a little sore yeah. after workouts but it won't be like i can't move for three days like that one time i did crossfit with you and our one friend and i couldn't walk for a few days 
I remember that. Yeah, that was. We were all walking a little funny after that, though. But yeah, you 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 won't always feel sore after a workout, so don't use that as your, I guess, barometer or way of measuring a successful right. workout. Same saying with if you're not if you don't sweat, I'm not being productive. No, no, the way, yeah, the way. There's a couple ways to measure a, a productive workout. Number one, you you need to track. If you're not mm-hmm. tracking actually what you're doing, then there's no way to actually objectively measure if it was a su- successful workout. Can I look three months back and see that I'm doing, you know, more weight, more reps, maybe less time rested, maybe more exercise, maybe more days per week, whatever we're, we're... check out the progressive overload episode, guys. Yeah, I'll explain this. And um, that's how you'll actually track mm-hmm. whether you know. But if you if you're not doing that, then it's really hard, and you're just gauging off of how you're feeling. You're guessing. You're guessing, and then also like your sleep. What if you didn't sleep good the night before, and that's why you're a little tired during the workout? What you know, like what if you didn't eat that great or didn't drink, and that's why you're you felt that cramp? Oh, so, there is there's multiple types of stress, guys. It's not just the exercise stress, but there's also the daily stress of life. Not sleeping could also create more added stress, and th- so there's all these variables you got to take into consideration. Yeah. So don't let the subjective feeling guide you on whether it was a good workout or not. You need some objective data to show you whether it was a good workout or not. And there's different phases um, that you can be in. You could be in a maintenance phase where you're really not trying to yeah. progress and all that kind of stuff. So there are some cons of just exercising. There's no plan. There's no purpose. Uh, if you're going to get results, it'll take a lot longer if you get any. You're basically, and this is what we, I used to do. Like Annabelle and I have talked about how we used to exercise. You're just throwing things together, hoping <laughs> they stick, hoping you lose some weight, hoping you get stronger. Maybe like, you catch a pump here and there, but that's about it. Yeah. And <laughs> like, you're just hoping there's no, there's no plan. I know. I, I used to have terrible bench. I was like, man, my bench is just not going up. It's, it, genetics. You blame all these different things. But then once you realize it was just, that's a lot of factors we've talked about. But one of them was just, or programming. Poor. I didn't know what I was doing. I was exercising, not training. Right. And I think that will lead. No one can sustain that. If you're looking in the, like deep down, we all have a goal, mm-hmm. whether you say it or not, we all have a goal. And it's, it's probably, it's probably to look a little bit better physically. Um, or it could be different. Other things or health. Well. Maybe you or want, health. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're just doing it for quote health, you can't sustain that. Like, unless you, unless you just feel amazing, but a lot of times that that's not a good enough reason for some people. They they actually have to have some sort of goal. Or if you're going to say health, you need to have some sort of objective data. Like you need to say, well, I want my yeah. triglycerides to go down. I want my A1C to go down. Like, and I need to go check that. You know, there there needs to be some sort of objective way you can measure your health, or else it's going to lead to burnout. You can't sustain that. No, no, you can. And then then you're going to what? Blame the exercise. It's not working for me. I don't. I should try something else instead of really trying to figure out, okay, why isn't it working? Well, maybe I'm not properly tracking my workout, seeing where I'm at and you're, progressing. You're, you're being controlled by your feelings. Yeah. You're being controlled subjectively and not mm-hmm. by some sort of, um, yeah, measure, some way of objectively measuring. And if you don't have a plan, you can just start with the starting strengths, linear progression. It's like the blue book. Yeah, I think those, I think that's a great place to start. Okay, so you probably have already identified whether you're a trainer or an exerciser, but we got five signs, people, five signs that you are exercising and not training, okay? Annabelle, what's number one? 
you don't follow a set routine. Yep. Meaning, you know, I'm just going to do machine A, machine B, machine C, and then I, I guess I throw this, and then the next day it's like, ah, I guess I feel like doing another thing. And you're just going through. I, I know I did. You would just go from machine to machine, sometimes hit this, sometimes hit that, but it was inconsistent. You, you just didn't know what to do. It's just based on what you feel that day. And you never do bad because you're always like, you know, I got to get, <laughs> got to get, get, get those pecs going. Pecs going. <laughs> Every guy out there. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've asked, like, you're talking to somebody and they say, hey, you know, I, I, I work out or whatever. I'm like, hey, what kind of routine do you follow? Oh, well, you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of, uh, and you're like, okay, stop. You don't have a routine. It depends who you ask. If you ask a guy, it's like, chest, uh, shoulders, and arms. It's about it. Yeah, the girl. Six times a week. Six times a week. And girls are legs and legs and glutes and glutes calves. and calves. <laughs> Basically all legs. Legs. Yeah. Yeah. If you're so you're this is a sign you're exercising. You don't follow a routine. So the exact the exact opposite will be get on a routine, and then that will lead you more into the training versus just exercising. Oh, I guess one thing. Uh, am I gonna get ahead of myself? I mean, okay. If I do, just let me know. Okay. Also, not understanding how the body works from a, like you, I know we talked about stress, but the number of like hard sets you need to create adaptation. So you might be overworking a particular body part and thinking this is going to help me grow where you may just be doing what they call it junk volume, just exits volume for no reason. Yeah. That's, that's sign number five. Oh, I, I, I knew that I was, <laughs> Look, everybody, Anvil was more concerned about trying to get the audio quality, and we spent three hours doing that this morning. We sp- <laughs> spent so much time. We figured it out-ish somewhat, but anyways. All right, sign number two that you are exercising and not training is you don't track your workouts. You I know- really got ahead of myself then. I f- <laughs> You know who you are out there. If you aren't writing this down either on your phone or in a book, don't say you're writing it down in your head because if you're actually, you know, the, as the weight gets heavier, you're getting more um, honed in on a specific performance goal like running a marathon or something like that. Mm-hmm. There needs to be specific ways you can measure. Like you need to look at the time. You need to look at the distance if you're running. You need to Let look me at know. The Let me ask you this. Do you remember you have a breakfast two days ago? Probably not. So how are you going to remember what you did from your workout a week ago? You're not. You're not. And, and Unless, of course, you've been doing the same thing over and over and over True. again. And then, you, <laughs> and then you know kind of where your same thing is. And like, yeah, maybe I'll push. Maybe I'll put a, maybe a little bit on the bar today. Well, I'm not feeling it. Maybe I'll go a little bit below the bar today. So you kind of have your baseline, but you're still at baseline. So you are tracking because you're doing the exact same thing. And that's yeah. not what we're talking about here. We're talking about tracking for the sake of actually improving some sort of goal or body. Um, like, Just trying to create the adaptation. Yeah. So that's sign number yeah, two. Yeah, I know I forget sometimes until I pull out my my notes out. I'm like, oh, that's what I did. Okay, cool. All right. Sign number three, Annabelle, that some people are exercising and not training. I'll try to not get ahead of myself this time. All right, let's see. <clears throat> You've been doing the same weight, reps, set, times, etc. for a while. Yep. So what this means is essentially progressive overload. We have a whole episode on it, but there's different ways to stress your body. One of the ones that I think you see or the easiest one to do is adding more weights and reps. 
mm-hmm. but there's other other mechanisms you can use. So most people, I don't know why this is, is three sets of ten. That's like the holy number that everybody's. I'm doing three sets of ten of this, three sets of ten. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're also doing the same way, right? And our bodies are really good at adapting and progressing and helping you, I guess, adjust to the situation. But if you keep doing the same thing, is your body's saying, okay, we don't need to adapt anymore. We're good. Old Cindy Lou's not throwing me any curveballs. Yeah, yeah, we got this one covered, guys. <laughs> don't worry. This isn't a workout. Lightweight. <laughs> Nothing but a peanut. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Adaptation? Don't need it. <laughs> that was number three. Oh, man. Okay. Sign number four that you are exercising and not training is you don't have any goals. You don't have any goals. How can you be moving forward? How can you be progressing? How can you be doing more weight, more reps, more sets, all that kind of stuff if there isn't some set goal in mind? Mm-hmm. You know? Now, again, I understand a, your goal could be to maintain, and that is totally understandable. And there are people out there that you are in that phase right now. But for the vast majority of you, you're actually trying to improve. You're tr- you have some goal, maybe subconsciously they're not saying, and you need to write these down. You need to have some sort of actual goal that mm-hmm. you're moving and progressing towards and not hoping something sticks. Yeah, and commit to it. And what, what do we have? The three prong, what is it called? The three gong prong approach where, you know, it's like change oh, the, what the, you're doing. The or? threefold path. That's <laughs> You're close. The three gong. <laughs> Because I remember the video we did, and there was like a gong in there. It threw me off. Yeah. The, oh, the yes. threefold path. That's what it's called. Yep. You did use a gong in the, uh, the YouTube. And that's kind of where. Yeah, I see. Anyway, and you kind of pick where you're what you're what you're doing. I would say try to pick a number on a bar and not be so focused on. I don't know. I don't, I'm one of what like body dysmorphia where people say like, I just want to get this bigger and that bigger instead of, instead of saying I want a bigger chest when you just focus on, I want to get my bench up to 225. Yeah. I think, so I think those are healthier goals to have in mind. Yeah. I, th- I think you're correct on that. And we, we've said earlier that, um, that size follows strength or like, and maybe another way to put that is like your body will follow suit. If you are putting the right stimulus on it for size and strength, you know, and fat loss, so if, if that is kind of what you're aiming towards more, the 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 looks will come with it. But if you're so focused yeah. on the looks, yeah, that could probably cause some like body dysmorphia. And we don't we don't want that because that also will lead to burnout. And it's just not it's not healthy. Yeah. All, All right. right. What's the what's the last one, Cam? Right. The fifth sign that you are exercising and not training is you don't understand the why. And Annabelle was talking about this earlier. Why am I doing this particular exercise oh you don't know why am i doing this many sets tiktok told me oh you don't know <laughs> yeah tiktok told some yeah someone told me but i don't know why 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 am i fill in the blank and we've we've said earlier the people who know how will always work for the person who knows why you might know how to do an exercise if you don't know why you're doing it there's no way like why does this work you know, because I feel like a lot of times you watch all these TikTok videos. This guy saying this, this this is a big exercise for I don't know my legs. But then they're saying this, this is my best. And then you make all these random programs that are overstressing your body or maybe understressing your body. And Annabelle alluded to this earlier. Is like, do you know what a hard set is? Like, 
you know, are you are you essentially just doing a bunch of warm up sets? Like, is the weight even challenging enough to produce the stressful um, directed physical stress to produce uh, an adaptation? And some people don't know the difference. Like, if you're just, I mean, if you're just flying on that pec fly machine, and you get 15 and you didn't even feel anything. That was a warm up set. That should mm-hmm. that, and it's great. It's better than nothing. You're moving your body, but are you wasting your time? You're probably wasting some of your time. Yeah, no, I I agree. And then there's the argument of like, well, what about the whole high reps? I mean, that's doing the same thing, it's just in a different way. It's but, still trying to stress your body. But do I want to sit there and do a hundred reps of an exercise where I can do a little bit heavier weight, less, excuse me, reps and sets, and get out of there? Right. So. Yeah, so I think people who just exercise, they don't understand the why. People who train, they do understand the why. They know exactly what they're doing when they go into the workout. They know exactly why they're trying to get six reps this time instead of five. They know exactly how they're supposed to warm up. They know exactly how they're supposed to recover. And again, this can be higher level. I don't want to put anybody down if they're not doing this. But what we're trying to say is we just want to prevent burnout because we're always saying consistency Mm -hmm. is the number one thing. And if you're training, you're going to be more consistent. There is a plan. There is a purpose. I feel like we're repeating yeah. ourselves over and over here, but it's 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 to produce that consistency. And we also want to get you in and out. That's true, too. Most people don't like lifting weights and working out. Fair yeah. enough. I get it. I, 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 I'm, I want to get the most bang for my buck. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend seven days a week for two hours in the gym. I mean, no. if, I, if, I, if I had that kind of time, Maybe like that if that's my hobby and all that, yeah, maybe. But for the for the vast majority of people, what's the least amount I can do to get the greatest amount of results? Which I would say is probably three days a week lifting. That is, and focusing on compound lifts. And if you have time, do some assistance. And if you have some extra time, do some cardio on other days. Yep. I mean, we have our three, two, one principle: three days of lifting weights, two days of cardio. Most likely, most people will need one gram per pound of body weight. That's going to depend on gender. It's also going to depend on if you're way, way overweight or if you're way, way underweight. So I don't want to get into the nuances of all that. Yeah. But that's like a general principle to follow. So to kind of wrap things up, I have another quote from Mark Ripito that I think kind of summarizes a lot of things that we've talked about today. Yeah. Here's what it says. It says, quote, it must be said that not everybody is interested in training. For lots of people, exercise is good enough. If they just want to burn some calories, get a little conditioning work in, and have better better abs, this is fine for these people. But for the second, you want more. When you decide that there there will now be a goal to accomplish with this time in the gym, you have graduated to training. End quote. And I think that properly kind of summarizes everything. For some people... Just going to the gym and exercising is good enough. And well, I'm probably not, we're probably not speaking to you. You're probably not going to want to change. But there's other people, you are exercising unknowingly, and you need to start to transition more to training. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you see people in the, some people in the gym carry like a little notebook tracking their workouts because of that. It's just, you need to progress, and you're not going to remember what you did last time. No. So here's some action steps that we want you to take. If you, if, if what we described in those five signs describes you, this is what you should do. Number one, get a routine. You know, there's so many online. Yeah. You can make your own or find a good work for uh, a good program, but yeah. one that's going to be where you're at. Yes. And if you need help with that, you can always uh, message us, get in contact with us and everything, but get a routine. 
Number two, you need to start tracking your progress in that routine. Just trust me, guys, start tracking, start tracking. Number three, make sure you have some sort of goal or goals, plural, whether that's in your book, in your mind, written down somewhere, you need to have some sort of goal. If I, I think we may have talked about it before is you need a direction, Correct. you know, of where you're going. Exactly. So. And then number four, the last actionable step we want you to take is understand the why. And guys, we've got a lot of podcasts that cover a lot of the whys. And Annabelle already noted that our first like eight or so episodes start to cover those steps. We'll link them down in the show notes. They can help you on understanding the why. But giving yourself that that information is what can help for transformation. Yeah, and you don't have to be an expert in any of this. Oh, you just no. have to have a good working knowledge. Yeah. Like we do with technology. <laughs> we we do not have good working speak for yourself. <laughs> you can hardly turn the mic on, man. <laughs> but those are those are the call to actions that we want you to focus on. So get a routine, track your progress, have a goal or goals, understand the why. And yeah, that's all I have. Do you have anything else, Doc? And that's it. I know we kind of went on some rants here, but it's, it's very important. It's very important. No, no, absolutely. And like we like to tell you guys, remember, you are human. You should not see perfection, but daily improvement. See you guys. See you.